Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, the new money podcast. You already know what it is. Episode 65. How y'all doing, man? Hoping you guys are having a fantastic week. As always, my friends, ask me any question you guys have on Instagram, as well as if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. I would love if you could leave a little bit of a review there. Now, y'all, you know I'm always talking about planning and investing in yourselves and in your future. And if you're listening to the podcast, you damn well know that we love the stock market and investing here at the New Money Podcast. But I can talk all day long. Y'all can listen to me all day long. But if you're not out there taking action, it's all for nothing. You got to take action today. And that's why I promise you guys that Wealth Simple Trade and Wealth Simple Invest are the two best platforms out there to help you guys take that first step forward to building that future for yourself. The interface and navigation are incredible and so easy to understand. Wealth Simple Trade is a commission-free platform where you can buy stocks and ETFs free of charge. Wealth Simple Invest is a robo-advisor where they do all the work for you. You just have to put the money in. Check out the show notes for links to get started with either one. Guys, I really really believe in these platforms. I say it every week. I say it every episode. Guys, I really, really think this is a great platform for you to get started. And even if you guys are seasoned investors or you're already with another platform, I think it's at least worth looking into. It really is something else. Also, guys, I want to give a shout out to Grit Labs doing online fitness classes now. So, you know, I'm going to be online doing it. Obviously, in Ontario, we're in a lockdown right now. Uh, and so there's no gyms open or available. So Grit Labs is doing a uh, Zoom classes and it's really awesome. Really intense uh you can check the link in my bio for a free trial a free class you'll probably be doing it with me it'd be really jokes and i really think you're going to enjoy it so check out the show notes for that as well okay guys so i have a fantastic conversation that i had with my boy Nikhil, who runs a youtube page called sony bros investing uh and he's looking to rebrand soon but man this guy man we were just vibing the whole episode and talking about a variety of topics and i think him and i just go really back and forth and it's just an awesome conversation around money and i really think uh, the value of talking about money with your friends is so so underrated and so that's what we talk about a lot in this episode so we'll touch on that a lot we touch on a bunch of other topics but i really think you guys are going to enjoy this conversation so without further ado let's just dive on into it baby Nikhil, what's up brother i'm good man how you doing i'm blessed man i'm blessed man thank you so much for coming on the show man i'm glad we could finally just get together and do it yeah, man. I appreciate the invite, man. It's good to actually, you know, talk to somebody that's nearby and, you know, uh, close to home almost, you know? Yeah, yeah. 100%, man. It's it's funny you say that. I, you know, I you interview so many uh, people from, you know, different areas and which way and some Canadians, some Americans, some, you know, people. And it's 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 really, really nice to kind of like, I think what you're like 20 kilometers away or something like that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, you're yes. like one one town away from me or oh something like that. What? And it's kind of neat because like, you know, I just got I just moved to Niagara, so it's like I'm a lot closer now. That's it, man. That's it. But uh, yeah, dude, how, how how's everything going, man? It's it's crazy out there. Like, how you keeping up with everything? Um, damn, man. There's so many ways to answer that. You know, there's like, yeah. you know, well, there's new lockdown information coming out today, so it's 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 weird. I don't know how to react. I don't know what's going on. There's so much uncertainty. Um, but hey, at the end of the day, like, I'm I'm nice and healthy. You know, I'm strong. I'm I feel okay. Um, I try to keep myself protected and, you know, safe at, um, at all times whenever I go out. So things are all right, man. I think uh, family's good too. Girlfriend's good. Everybody's good. So uh, no complaints really. Um, but let's see what happens after this lockdown and, you know, then, then we'll know. That's it, man. That's, that's all we can do, man. Kind of just wait for orders. But, uh, 
Bro, thank you so much again for coming on, dude. Really quick, I, I guess just tell the tell the audience a little bit about what you do and, and your, your sort of background and, and kind of what got you into personal finance. Man, there's there's it's a, it's a long, 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 long story, man. We got all day, man. We got all day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I guess like my entire story with money started off like a long, I guess ever since I was young, you know. Um, my parents were immigrants and stuff like that. So it's I've always been in the situation where um, I guess money wasn't really openly talked about, but it was still something that you'd notice, right? And, and you know, you'd get to notice um, the things that you could buy and you can't buy and what kind of restrictions you had. And, you know, I guess just understanding that stuff from a young age kind of just put things into perspective that like, okay, money matters. Um, money doesn't buy happiness, but money definitely matters. Um, so, you know, I guess that kind of, that, that was always in me. Um, and then as I got older and older, man, I just, um, I, I've, I guess I got into this stage, you know, going through school and going through all that where, um, you know, you get to a point where you got to decide what's going to be the next thing that you're going to do with your life. Um, and I never knew, you know, engineering, science and all that kind of stuff wasn't my thing. And then I always just knew, I guess, money and numbers were, you know, things I liked and I wasn't really scared of. And, um, then I went to business into school, man. And then from business, you know, I did this personal finance YouTube channel and I worked at a bank and I did a bunch of other things. And yeah, man, here I am running a YouTube channel now. It's, 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 it's a huge, long story, man. It's unbelievable how, how things pan out over time. That's crazy, bro. So when did you uh, start the YouTube channel? Boy. Um, so if you actually go on the channel, I think, so, uh, I don't know the exact date. I forgot the exact date, but uh, I think the channel is like seven, eight years old now. Um, my buddy actually started the channel. So if you, uh, if you go onto the videos, you will actually see another human being there. Um, so that guy is the person who started the channel initially, shout out to Swagat. Um, so, so he started the channel initially. Um, he brought me on board. He started it back in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, then eventually he bought me on board and then we started just putting out like videos on stocks, man, because we were in high school at that point in time. So um, he was, he was getting into this investing thing and he was trying to learn about it, read books, but you know, you know how it is, man. A lot of language and lingo that you see online is ridiculous. And like, as a beginner, you don't, nothing makes sense, you know? And if it's something you're not exposed to, you're going to struggle understanding it. So, you know, we made these YouTube videos to try to help make that entire ed learning process a little bit better. Right. Um, um, just to, you know, un just to help people understand what a stock means or what a dividend means. You know, it's not even to like, you know, specifically analyze the stock, just understand the simple words that, you know, people in this field are using so that you can make it work for you almost. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we, he, we started the channel, then we both. So we worked on it for like maybe a year or something. Um, then it was our time to go to university. And then we both went to different schools. Um, so we kind of just put it aside. We said, OK, you know, let's just we're, we're going to be far away from each other. So. Let's put the channel on hold and let it sit there. Um, over time, over the four, four and a half years that we were in school, the channel just grew on its own, man. And then mm -hmm. um, we got monetized and stuff before we went to university and stuff. So we were getting paid, but it wasn't a lot. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, yeah. It was just a little bit of a little small paycheck that we get every month, but it wasn't anything crazy. Um, but we were still making money. You know what I mean? Making money in our sleep, I guess you could say. And, and then, yeah, so then we went to different schools, put the channel on hold and then the channel grew. Um, then after, after I graduated, um, we came back together and we're like, okay, now we have this channel here that's sitting at, 
uh, I don't know, I think it was sitting at almost like, I think it was at 10,000 or 12,000 subscribers or something. Mm-hmm. And we're just thinking, okay, well, there's a platform here. Um, either we just let it continue sitting there or completely delete it, or we can actually just, you know, try pursuing it again. And so my buddy, Swagat, he's, um, he was doing, he's doing his own thing. So I decided to um, just, you know, take it, take it uh, in my hands and see where I can take it from there, really. Um, and yeah, now, now here we are and I'm, I'm running the channel. I've got my own like Udemy course and that's just like a place where people go online to buy courses and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so I got that going on, made a couple of TikTok videos. I'm on IG, you know, I'm just trying testing the waters here and there, you know, and I'm working full time at the same time now. So yeah, man, it's crazy. (laughs) That's it, man. That's the grind right there, brother. That's the grind right there, man. Uh, now that that's super dope, bro. I, I think you know, get, getting stuff like firstly, man, high school, you guys were thinking about this shit. Like what, like what kind of class were you guys taking in high school? Like what made, like, how did that even happen? Like what were, were you guys like taking a course and you're like, oh shit, like this is cool. Or like, how did that kind of come about? I think so. I think back then, well, for me, I didn't really know what to do. Right. I wasn't really um, a part of it. Then my buddy started the channel on his own just because he was learning about stocks and stuff. And he was just trying to make these educational videos on his, on his own, um, just to kind of like, you know, build a bit of a platform. And he kind of realized that this is, you know, if I'm having this issue of understanding what's online and what all these, you know, intelligent investor and all these books are saying, you know, I'm sure there's a million other people that are also struggling to understand what what the this entire investing world is about and like what the words mean um and then yeah he just like picked up a camera and just started making youtube videos and that's how that came to be really um then eventually he just wanted some help to like you know edit the videos and film the videos and do this and that and he was learning a lot more and then like for me i I, he just knew me as somebody that was hard working and you know um, I didn't, he knew, I didn't really know what I wanted to get myself into, but he knew I was just a business minded person almost. And so yeah. that's why he asked me to come on board. And, and then, yeah, we just started making videos together and we did it for fun. You know, it was, it, it was a hectic schedule. You know, we had like, I used to play cricket, you know, when I was, um, during those times, um, and he used to run track and, you know, he had his own clubs in high school and stuff that he was running. And, um, so it was both, we both had a busy schedule, but you know, we still made it work and we made it fit. We'd pull all nighters and get videos out and, um, it was hectic, but it was fun, man. It just felt so good that we were accomplishing something. The channel was growing. Um, at that point in time, we didn't really care too much about money. You know, it was just two guys just with one camera talking about, you know, stocks and money and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, man, that's how that was. <laughs> that's dope, man. That's So do you find that? Um, is that how kind of how your circle is, bro? Like, you know, like you were saying, like a lot of people aren't really talking about a lot of this stuff. Um, was this guy like kind of a one-off friend or is your circle like, like that? And and I guess to like, another question is, um, you know, how do you talk about money with your friends? Is it something that you you chat about or is it something that's kind of like still low key? Like you don't really chat too much about. Man, I, I, I always talk about money with everybody, man. I mean, whoever's willing to talk about it, because I right, feel right. like, you know, sometimes you bring it up and, you know, people don't know what they're saying. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's um, people just feel like they don't know enough. So they feel bad. They feel awkward and they just want to keep going with the, the conversation. So you kind of sense those va- vibes sometimes from some people. But I mean, within my own circle, man, I feel like a lot of people I talk to are willing to talk about money. Um, I think one of the cool things was that even when I was, when I first decided I was going to create this Udemy course, 
Um, I actually started reaching out to a lot of people in my circle. I started reaching out to a lot of other people on, out the, on the outside, you know, um, completely random people. And then, yeah, they just, you know, some people were willing to talk about money. Some people weren't, but, um, but yeah, I think just like, um, I I'm, I'm very fortunate that a lot of people I'm around are willing to just have that conversation and willing to just be open about what they learn and, you know, um, what, cause everyone's going to have their own little, you know, they're, everyone's on their little path to success. You know, they, everyone's got their own money moves. Um, you know, some people are developers, some people are in project management. So it's, I think the cool thing is just trying to see where everyone's coming from, what, what kind of moves people make so that it, it fits their lifestyles, you know? Um, but yeah, my, my boy that started the channel initially, he's a little bit different. He's very entrepreneurial minded. Um, he, he started a couple of his own things on his own. Um, he learned how to code on his own so that he could make his own, um, app and stuff. So for him, he's, he's always been about money. He's a very, you know, a humble guy, cheap guy. Um, just like me, you know, we, but we love talking about money. We love talking about stocks and stuff. So, um, I think within my own circle, man, yeah, I think we definitely, you know, um, most of us, 90% of us aren't shy about, you know, talking about money, but what about you? You probably feel, well, what about your circle? Cause you're about the same age as I am. So do you feel the same way? Yeah, man. Like we, we, we spit real shit, man. Like <laughs> that's what it is, bro. Like me and my boys, been, you know, we, we talk, we share salaries. We, we talk about like, who's getting paid what, like we talk about like some guys getting like stock options, vesting, like that kind of high level stuff. Chat about like, um, you know, like I have a few buddies in a, in a, in a group chat where I'll be like, yo, like, you know, where can we get some, where can we get some return on a high interest savings account? We'll like share that kind of shit. Like, you know, like tangerine, wealth, simple, whatever. Um, AEQ bank, 2%, I think it dropped down to like 1.8 or something like that, but, uh, it's still consistent as shit and it's, it's really good anyway. So that's, so that's, that's the practical sense of it, man. It's like, there's so much information out there. And when you've got several people taking in all the kinds of different information and curating it in this chat, it's just so useful. It's so helpful. It's like, oh shit, like my boy, like, um, when, when Wealth Simple Cash came out, he was like, yo, you got to check out this shit. And I, and I literally checked my app because I had it, I, but I had their like savings account. I was like, oh, damn, like they're giving that was right before the freaking pandemic hit, too. So they dropped the they dropped that shit like a rock. Right after. But but Saw those numbers, uh, man, I know those numbers were hot. Like, I think it was like almost three percent. They were just like, yeah, like it was fucking like crazy. But like that's that's the kind of the crux of my question, man, is is like that's so healthy at our age to to share that and like not have an ego about it and and like just be like hey like how are you doing like how did you negotiate your salary how did you like find this how do you manage your finances like not making it not not attaching it to you know our identity or like who we are but like it's more like just a practical thing that we do right we talk about you know like people talk about the relationship like a fucking open book but like money comes in and it's like whoa like like you know like don't you know you don't know me like that you know what i mean so yeah it's, it's and I, uh, I feel like that hurts a lot man that's why i really appreciate people that are willing to talk about money openly you know because man i feel like you know just you when when people talk to each other you learn from each other's mistakes you know what i mean so it's like it's a win-win when you talk about it but then like you you mentioned salaries man salaries i feel like is is a touchy subject still you know i feel is. like that's such a it's such an awkward thing to bring up you know and um, even within my own friend circle, sometimes it's just an awkward thing to, to bring up. People aren't willing to talk about it. And, 
You know, I mean, to each their own, they're all going to have their own opinion on it and stuff. But I feel like, yo, why, why, why does it really justify, like, what, what does it really mean? You know, if you're going to make like 90K a year, okay, yeah. like, well, good. you know, hats off to you. You're my boy. You know, I, I, that, that's, yeah. great. that's great. I know you're doing well. Um, but like, why you got to be shy about it like that? You know, like, I don't care, you know? Um, right. But I, no. I, I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. Like, I, man, like. It's crazy. It's crazy you say that because, well, for me, dude, even like, I, I mean, fuck, like I'm talking about money all the time, but sometimes I, I do pull back a little bit when like talking about my salary in the sense that like I don't want to come off a certain type of way like, oh, like I make this or like that or I would never want to make somebody somebody feel uncomfortable. But if you were to ask me, oh, my God, like no problem at all. I have no issue telling you. And I think so when, when like. In university, if anybody's in university and they're like thinking about their career and thinking about like, you know, like what kind of path they want to take and things like that, talking about that kind of stuff with my friends was so useful. And again, obviously, there's a lot more considerations to a profession or a job than money, right? But um, it fucking matters, man. It's a job. Like you're going there to get paid and you better know how much, how much, what careers are paying, like what companies pay what. Like, sharing and again that it's that curation of knowledge like understanding that and having a good idea of what you want and chatting with your friends about that and just kind of bouncing off like i had this one buddy uh one buddy thomas i don't know if he'll, he's listening to this but him and i would talk about that shit non-stop like we'd be like yo this company pays this this company pays that i know this is like that and it matters dude it you don't again like don't get too tied up in that obviously guys like listen to this like don't get too tied up in that but it's very very crucial that you're aware and also we like I had I had another friend that, you know, when I, you know, you have a few offers like I, I he we were talking about, like, what do I do with these offers or something like that? And, you know, he helped me think about some ways to negotiate or some ways to kind of go at it. And it's like if you don't share those like struggles, you know, a lot of people suffer in silence, like a lot of people not suffer. That's a fucking that's a bad word to use. No, man, no, people, I think I think suffer is the right word, man. OK, like a lot of I mean, in the sense like a lot of people struggle um, with decisions like that because they don't want to like talk about it with their circle, right? They'd be like, well, I don't want to like feel like this. I don't want to like share that information about like what jobs want me and like what they're offering and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, dude, like if you share that with your friends, like, holy shit, they could help you see it a whole different way. Right. Yeah, man. I, I, I've been in the situation where it's like, um, throughout all throughout my university career, you know, like I, I would always think about my student loans because I knew the first day I got to university that like, okay, I understand that, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun and games and I'm going to, you know, be paying a lot of money for education, but student loans is still a thing. And I got to be careful with how I'm going to be spending my money here. Um, because I noticed a lot of kids were just throwing their money left, right and center or whatnot. Um, so for me, it, it was always on my mind and I built like a fund for that. I put, I built a, that was actually the reason why I first created my, I, I created my first TFSA. Um, so I can start saving some money to pay off my, my student debt. Um, and like, I would notice like just conversations with my brother's friends or, you know, my girlfriend's friends and all these other people, I would just bring up the fact that like, okay, you know, I, I just, just bring up the general discussion about OSAP and, um, like, oh, how much money do you have to pay back and stuff? And people don't know. People are like, I don't know how much money I have to pay back. And they're like, oh, wait, do I, when do I pay that back? And I'm like, bruh, you got four years in school. And then you're going to walk out with like a $30,000 bill to pay. 
like I'm not saying you got to have it all figured out right now, but you know, kind of have some sort of general sense that, okay, there's going to be a lot of money that I got to start paying after I finish, you know, this education, what am I going to do? You know? And I feel like you're right. Where um, just us talking about it, bringing that bit of, you know, awareness and a bit of that realization, it goes a long way. You know, a lot of people, their eyes are actually going to open just because, you know, we said that, oh, yeah, you got to pay back your student loans, you know, come on, yeah. wake up, you know, it, it actually yeah. goes a long way. And I think, um, um, I think that's where our jobs are are really, really cool and unique this way, where we can actually just the simple things that we do in our everyday lives, just talking about money and finance and stuff like that. It, it, I, I hope that whoever listens to this kind of stuff actually realize that, okay, these are big financial decisions that eventually have to come your way. So just you know, wake up, realize that money's a real thing and, and, you know, start talking about a little bit more. hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. And I feel like, dude, like, man, most people, if not all people know how, how real of a thing money is, right? Like they, they get that that shit's important, right? It's, it's kind of, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. Yo, I don't know, man. Okay. I, no, 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 no. I, okay. I, in, in theory, they know, but do they practice it? That's a different story, right? Correct. Yeah. And so also with that, there's a certain gravity that comes with knowing that, right? And and sometimes with that sort of gravity, people are scared, right? They're definitely scared. And so I, I empathize with a lot of people because it's, man, it's scary to think about how much money you got to pay back after school. Like, why the fuck? Like, your, your friends are going out, they're hitting the bar at like, you, you've got this pre that you're thinking about, like, you don't want to, like, that's what's on your mind. You got this final that's like around the corner. You've got this, you got that, like, you, are you really thinking about that the, your bill like three years down the line like probably not like even even with talking about money as much as I did like I didn't really think about it that much there'd be times where I'd literally be like plotting and scheming like moves I'm trying to make out of school and I'm like fuck like I literally forget that <laughs> student loans you know what I mean so I get it and it's it's a tough thing man but like dude like another example um my boy Mike I, I think my, my boy Mike would be listening to this I remember when I met him, um, I was literally at, I was at our, our, our university gym and I was, I was literally going to use the washroom and he worked there and I said, yo, what's up? He's one of those guys where you just kind of like nodded him. You kind of, you don't know him, but you're always just like, yo, what's good? Like kind of like that. And, and I asked him and I said, I said, yo, like, I was like, yo, man, like I'm Nate, man. Like I just introduced myself. It was kind of funny because I was literally going to take a piss and I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and, uh. And he's like, he's like, oh, yo, what's up? And then we're like, we're just chatting. And I was like, dude, like, how is it to work here? Like, how, how is it like working here? And he was like, oh, dude, it's so blessed. Like, da, da, da. it's like the work study program. And I'm, and I was like, oh, I've heard of the work study program. Like, tell me more about it. And he was just fully transparent. He's like, oh, dude, it's so blessed. Like, basically, they send you this grant and you just work it and they, they pay you out. It's friggin' dope. I can hook you up, whatever. And then he, and then he like talked about all these like, um, bursaries and things he was like, um, applying for as well. So, Here's this conversation that I didn't intend on having, but just because like, you know, like we just, he was open enough to just chat with me and just share that sort of like knowledge of like, that led to me, I'm not even kidding, like thousands in bursaries applying for like, sent me down a rabbit hole of like just applying for so many different things. And I had already, I'd already been applying, but like I never, I never like looked at those specific ones. Yeah. And like, I would, I did like apply for these like scholarships. I'd write these essays, things like that, like the hard ones when like really like the easier ones were like right around the corner. Um, and again, it just comes down to that, 
that conversation, man, like having that conversation, like being able to to talk about that shit, you know, like, and, and, and I commend that guy. I owe that guy like a, a shit ton because, because of that. Right. It's crazy. Should have bought him coffee or something or some like, I don't know, protein powder or something. I don't, like I don't think I actually did any of that. Probably, <laughs> probably should send him a Christmas card or something, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> fuck a Christmas card, man. <laughs> like I said, man, I, I just feel like we have a lot of power in just like the things we say and do, man. Like it just, I hope, I hope it's just um, eye opening for some people to just kind of bring it up. I have a similar story with your, with your student bursary kind of thing too, man. Like I, I used to watch videos and I used to hear from like, um, um, I guess alumni that, you know, oh, apply for, you know, apply for those bursaries and scholarships and stuff like that. And in the beginning I was never about it, but then I was like, okay, you know, fuck it. I'll just give it a shot. And, you know, I, sometimes I would do it sometimes and I wouldn't get anything. And then later in the school year, all of a sudden, you know, I'm getting like a thousand dollar bursary and I'm like, I didn't even do anything, but you know, at the end of my, at the end of my four months or my four years at school, I think I ended up with like almost four grand worth of, worth of scholarships and I didn't have to do anything. Right. And, you know, man, imagine somebody else saving another four grand, you know, and just that power of us just speaking about it and telling people about it. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I, I even made, um, I think a YouTube video, um that explained like how to get rid of your student loan and i talked about exactly this where it's like apply for the scholarships man you got nothing to lose you know shoot your shot and you never know you might just end up with a thousand bucks in your bank account you know that's like an entire what of so for some people an entire month's worth of pay you know it's it's a lot of money for some people um and yeah i think i think just us talking about it goes a long way man and yeah man shout, shout out to this podcast shout out to like youtube shout out to all the social media stuff there's some some cons, but goddamn, man, we have we have some good power to actually educate people, man. For sure, for sure, dude, and I 100 percent agree, man. Like, um, last thing that I want to say is is like, you sort of spoke on that network effect, dude. It's it's insane. Like, I remember when we when this first started happening, and like we were like still in school, like I was finishing up school. I remember like like my, my like we I was talking with a lot of my friends, and we started like sharing information about like, hey, like. I remember I reached out to our our financial services and was like, hey, like, you know, is there something you can do? Like, I kind of like, we kind of like lost our job, so to speak. And they just kicked me a grand. Like, just like, oh, yeah, like, sorry about that. Like, here's a thousand bucks. And so, bro, I had no problem telling everybody I knew about that. And they went and got it. And then their friends went and got it. And like, fuck, man, like, I don't know if they necessarily want that, but they never said not to. And it's, I'm telling you, like, I'm going to spread that information. I know my, I know people that I told are going to spread that and it, and it helps us out. Right. Because the more, you know, man, the more, you know, um, and if, if, if you just give that gentle push, it, it it's really awesome, man. But you know, with all that being, with all that being said, man, for somebody, you know, around our age or maybe even a little bit older who hasn't really given money, you know, that much thought or anything like that, like what, what are some tangible like first steps that, you know, somebody can kind of get started, like nothing too major, just like to get going? Oh, man, I think I think like the first thing is just to realize, like, uh, I think there's two very fundamental pieces to this, right? I think the first part is like trying to just understand how much money you have in general, like how much you own, how much money is in your bank account? Do you have a car? Right. Um, and then on top of that is like how much money is coming in. You got to just understand that flow of money coming in first. So then you can kind of like make moves and figure out what, what to really do next. Um, and then I think the second part is like, just figure out how much you actually owe, right? Like, uh, what bills do you have to pay? You know, how much money is your cell phone bill? Um, what are your student student loan payments going to be like? 
I think once you, you know, once you finally gauge those two fundamentals, I think at that point you can kind of really figure out where to go next and like where to start putting your money and stuff. Because I feel like, you know, investing in shit and is, is all fine and dandy, but you can't, I, I personally don't think it's a good idea to start investing until like you're pretty confident with where your money's at and like, you know, um, you have a decent amount of money saved up in case something happens. You know, I think that's very, very important because I feel like a lot of people can easily just say, yeah, let me go invest into crypto and let me just put some money into this and that. And then, you know, I'll triple my money in like 30, 30 days or something. But it's like, fam, what if your money goes the other way? Then what are you going to do? You know, this is real life. This is real practical life. So that's why I think like people need to figure out how much money is actually coming into their bank account. What are they doing to make money come in? Um, and then like, you know, do you have money saved up in general, general, right? Mm -hmm. um, once you figure those things out, figure out how much money you owe. And then after that, you can start planning out how you want to, you, you, how you want to deal with the remainder of your, of your cash, right? Do you want to invest it? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to, I don't know, you can start flipping things if you don't have that much money, right? Buy a TV mm -hmm. and flip it for another hundred dollars more. Um, but um, I, I think boy, that's probably my boy, used to, my boy used to do that. <laughs> yeah, my boy, my boy used to do that during the pandemic when the pandemic first started, man. For really? Yeah, man. It was it was hot back then, I think. But but yeah, I think that's a pretty good start for people, man. Where it's just like, you know, yeah. I I just feel like it's a I I just feel like it's very important to understand where you currently sit, and then you can kind of figure out what to do next, right? If you don't understand where you are right now, how are you going to figure out what you're going to do tomorrow, right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's, I think it's, I think it's that kind of philosophy I like to put in my head, right? Um, and I feel like it's just like, I, like I said before, man, I just feel like it's a realization kind of thing. Realize how much money you have to play with, you know, do you have daddy's money to help you out? If you do, great, you know, that's, that's awesome, you know? Um, use that to your advantage if you need to, but like, you know, add that to the equation as well. Right. Um, really? but yeah, man, I think, I think that's, really? uh, is, what, what do you think? Do you think that'd be a probably, uh, I don't know if that's some bullshit advice, but I think in my <laughs> head, I, I feel like it sounds like some good. It's, it sounds great. No, dude, that's, that's a great place, man. You have to have that foundation, dude. I I've been making some content recently about that and, and kind of like, you know, like, um, you know, where, like, should you start invest? Like, oh, I'm so down to start investing. It's like, okay, like, let's make sure that these, you know, this foundation set up first, because there's literally no point in investing. If you have 19% fucking interest on your credit card accumulating, you know what I mean? It's again, empathy, empathy, like totally get that. That doesn't maybe that doesn't really like process that people don't really get that if they've never given that thought. Um, but that's what's happening. So you have to take care of stuff like that. You have to make sure you've got some savings before you do it. Right. I, also, I've been seeing people, man, it's crazy. Like, I remember reading about this a lot. Like, you know, there's a lot of geniuses in a bull market. You know what I mean? There's a lot of like, yeah, a lot of like people who who think they're hot, you know, right now. People think they're up, up. And like, I, I'm thinking like, I see some of the things. It's like, why would I get index funds when I can just buy anything and it's just going up? Like, I'm just going to do that. And I'm like, guys, like, this is like, <sighs> I, I get how it looks but you got to think like long term and you got to hedge your bets man because when that's when that's when shit hits the fan it really hits and you're gonna wish that you you had a little bit more diversity in your portfolio and dude honestly sometimes the best the best way to learn that is to get fucking burned and like yeah it is what it is right so anybody listen to this don't go all in on something like 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 Tesla or something like that you might want to you might want to you know 
put some money and, and spread that shit out. But um, yo, that's what keeps going up, man. That's just some bullshit, man. I, I, I don't <laughs> understand. I don't understand. But what are you? Going are up. you? Are you a, a Tesla bear or what? What is it? I'm, I haven't bought anything in Tesla, man. But I've been watching it. I've been keeping an eye on it, and it's just yeah. like I. I don't feel like. I, I mean, in general, I don't think anyone agrees that their price is justified, but yeah, it still insane. goes up. People are still buying, man. What do you think of? What do you think of like Plantier or whatever the fuck that's called? What Plantier? Planetier? Planetier? It's like what that guy, uh, Peter. Uh, I think Peter Thiel, Facebook guy. He's yeah. yeah. It's like a data-driven software freaking thing with um, yeah, Peter Peter Thiel or Thiel or whatever the guy, the early guy in Facebook, right? Yeah that's been just like going off the charts like that's like the the next big fucking tesla's kind of stock where it's just climbing and shit um but anyway uh it's like a separate company or something like it yeah yeah it's 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 basically like it's a software company and it's like big data and stuff like that um yeah. but it it's like the it's the new hype it's it's all where the, it's, it's the hype it's just like the herd mentality right so yeah you know, there's a lot of shit that's going on, and I think that people just need to kind of slow down, establish their base, get into some good, you know, blue chip shit, and just like chill and like build for their future and not think so short term, not try to triple their money. Because like there's this thing I heard where like most like do 99% of the time somebody gets burned is because they're trying to do everything too quickly, right? They're too impatient. Impa impatience is what burns people. It's because they want it so quickly. They, 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 you know, they're naive. They think that, oh, like I can do this, we'll do that. Like, it's like, dude, like I always say on this fucking show, like zoom out, zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. Because you get too caught in the weeds and you think you can do too much in too little time. And, you know, you 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 take on unnecessary risk. You, you get impatient and that's when you get burned, man. One of, one of my things with this is that like I feel like when, when, whenever it comes to money, people want to go somewhere, you know, trustful for advice, right? And then they go to the banks. And I'm not saying that you can't trust the banks to, uh, with your money. I mean, there's, that's obviously up for the de debate. But um, I mean, when you go into like a, 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 a bank, and you try to ask for advice, you kind of, you're, you're going in with the mentality where it's like, okay, you know, these people are going to take care of me, these people are going to take care of my money, they're doing it for what's what's in my best interest. But it's not really like that, you know, it's like, you know, not these guys are just trying to sell their product. I remember this one guy, um, a young guy, he reached out to me, I think he's like 20 years old, he reached out to me saying that he just wanted some um, help on understanding how to sign up for like an investment account, what account to open and that kind of stuff. And um, he worked at a TD branch. And I was like, why the hell are you asking me when you have financial advisors all around you? And he was telling me that he just got really, really annoyed because all they do is just offer you or suggest like TD products, right? Um, and it's like, well, that they're, they're, they don't have the best products in the game. You can obviously find different products out there um, that suit your needs. And it's like, you know, they're, they're not really trying to help you out there and you can e easily feel it. Right. And I feel like people that don't know what's going on, um, they kind of just trust that advice and, and it doesn't, you know, they, they kind of, they might feel fulfilled after going through that meeting, but you know, it, it doesn't really come out with anything. And I, I feel bad in that sense that I just feel like it's almost misleading going to your bank or, you know, just going to some sort of brokerage or something. And, and hoping that they're going to do what's best for you, but it's not really the case. And I feel like that's very, very annoying where there's a lack of trust um, for people to really go to a resource and get some good information from, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I feel like, uh, um, I, I feel like it's, it's such a, 
it's a conflicting it's a it's a conflicting situation just because like I feel like people want to slightly when when people do get that motivation to go learn about their money um they're gonna go try and get it but then they don't get it from the right place and you know it just doesn't end up working out for them and I think that's where they kind of get burned you know um so yeah man 100% man like dude I I made episodes. I made episodes on the bank. Um, you know, I've got my. I've got choice words for them. Like I really do. Like I. I get it. And I. And I do. Banks offer great services. They do, and we all fucking need them. You know, a big bank is good to rock with. There's good online banks that are. You know, uh, subsidiaries of big banks that are good too. And like I again, they they serve their purpose. But they are for profit organizations. They are trying to make money they're trying to lend money they're trying to make money on their products they're tr- they're trying to make money and if you think that they're some fucking selfless organization that's trying to build your future for you you need to think twice about it because it's just not the case i remember when i first got got started with this kind of stuff i remember i i try like i just started with like a mutual fund at cibc cuz that's the first thing you think it's like oh well i'll just get started at the bank that i go to because that's just that just makes sense like from from you know like oh like i'll go to the bank I'll mean the money bank, right? Like that's, you make that association. And I went in, I remember the advisor, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, I go in there and he's like, oh, this is what you should go in. And he hands me this booklet and I know I could read it now, but like back then, holy, f- I had no idea what this guy handed me. It was like US equities, S&P, like every, like it, and it showed like, it showed like the composition. It showed like I remember it showed by industry. I remember it was like consumer goods and like electronics and like, oh, I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, how would I know that? Why are you even handing me that? What does that mean to me? He didn't explain it at all. He said, here's, this is what you're going to be. And this is a good idea. And I remember asking him and I said, okay, so I'm going to start with this and then I'm going to learn a thing or two. And then I'm going to go with your like investor edge thing. I'm going to do it myself. Like, I remember saying that. And he was like, he's like, oh, well, you know, that's like, that's like, uh, that's like a little advance, you know, like, or something like that. Like, you might want to like, he he cautioned me, which I get, but he definitely didn't make, he definitely didn't make it known that like, what I was putting my money into, as well as um, what I could be putting my money into. He didn't, again, he didn't have my interest in mind. And, 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 you know, you can talk about the mutual fund fees, which are grossly more than index funds, ETFs, whatever. I could go on and on about like the, the differences and the advantages, whatever. But the gist of what I'm trying to say is, man, like you said, like it's they're for profit organization. Like you've got to like do your own research. You've got to like fend for yourself um, with stuff like that, because, again, you're you're going to get you're, you, you're not going to get burned. You're still going to make money, but you could make a lot more elsewhere. Well, I think this is where like I, I kind of had a similar situation too, where it's like, when I first started school, I opened that TFSA and I, I opened it with RBC and, you know, I, I did it for my student loans and stuff and whatever money I would make, I just kind of like throw into that TFSA. But like when I first signed up, I was like, okay, this is amazing. You know, I'm going to have a place where I can save some money and I can, uh, the money's going to grow over time. You know, I'm, I'm doing great. The RBC guy said it was going to be great. You know, I'm happy. I'm excited. You know what I mean? But then like, you know, then over, over my four years, you know, I have like 20 grand in the account, but I'm making like 0.5% interest. And I'm like, well, well, fuck, if I knew this in the first place, I could have like invested it or I could have done something, you know? And I feel like that's what was so annoying where it's like all throughout school, I kind of always had this gut feeling that it's like, okay, I could, I could, I could take the money from this TFSA and put it somewhere else. I know I can do it, but I just don't know how. And I, I feel like, 
Um, I feel like the really good thing out of that was just, I learned that we're, we still have time since we're so young, you know, we, yeah. we can make these mistakes. We can learn from it, you know, cause I, I think I crunched the numbers and it's like, if I, if I just took that 20 grand that was in my TFSA that I saved up to pay off my student loans and I invested it into the stock market or whatever, I could have made like at least, you know, 10 times the money or something, man. But I didn't because I was a fool. Right. And I, I think I'm grateful that I got to learn that lesson a little bit early on so that I don't have to be a fool again, you know, um, hopefully not at least. Um, but yeah, man, I just think like after going through that experience, I'm like, okay, fuck this. I'm never going to let, you know, these, these, these financial advisors or whoever the fuck to like make these decisions for me. I'm literally going to make sure um, that I, I argue with them. I debate with them. Yeah. I am understanding what they're trying to say. I went into like a Scotia bank with my parents one time um, because obviously they don't know exactly what's going on. They have some money in mutual funds and whatnot. And I go in and then I'm asking this lady that like, okay, um, you know, uh, how much do you guys charge for your investing brokerage or whatever their Scotia iTrade platform and whatnot. And she's saying, Oh yeah, it's the best in the game. And it's like $10 per fee or $10 per trade and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, fam, which I'm is pretty ridiculous, sure, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And I, and I told her, I'm like, fam, well, quest trade is, is $5. So why are you telling me yours is better? And she paused and she, she kind of got shook and she, she just made up some bullshit. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm in the driver's seat here because now I, I can, I'm, I'm basically going to be able to manipulate this because I, I, I know what I'm saying. And clearly, you know, that I know what I'm saying and you're, yeah. and you're scared of me now. Um, but yeah, long story short, man, I feel like just learn, make your mistakes early on, man. That, that's what yeah. I say to the viewers, man. Make your mistakes early on and then you'll be blessed for the rest of your life, man. <laughs> that's big facts, man. Yo, what, so like if you were to just sum it up, man, what, what would you suggest, um, for somebody to get started with investing? Like what should, what should they invest in? Like not specifically maybe, but like what kinds of things, like what's, what's your investment philosophy? <laughs> um, uh, well, I'm going to plug this right now. I just released a video, I think like last week on like how to start investing. So you can go check oh. that out on, on my YouTube channel. Um, no, no, no. um, but I think like, man, I think, uh, I think there's a lot of questions that are underneath that. Right. I think the first part is like, um, like I said before, make sure that, you know, how much money is coming in. Um, you know, make sure you have some savings set aside, make sure you can pay off your credit cards. Um, once you can kind of, you know, you know, successfully check all those things off, then I think you can, you know, just start small if it's your first time, you know, take like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks, put it into some um, investment account, put it into Wealth Simple Trade or Quest, Quest Trade. Um, they're both good in their own ways. And I mean, in, in terms of the Canadian investing community, um, they're, they're both, you know, they're both very popular names. So in terms of your money being saved, you're, you're pretty good. Um, but open an account like that, toss like 500 to a thousand bucks in there. And it doesn't mean you got to spend the entire amount. Um, buy a couple of shares of like, you know, Walmart and just, you know, just get a feel for the entire process. Like, okay, yeah, this is what I got to click on. And this is what, this is like what I got to type in and go through the process a little bit. And then once you kind of do it a couple of times, you get comfortable, you know? Um, and then at that point, you're just, you kind of know what to do and what to kind of look for. And then, and then from there, you can kind of pick and choose what kind of investments you want to make. But I think like, just get yourself started, you know, don't be shy and don't, don't be scared. Just put 500 to a thousand dollars in, you know, people blow that on like Uber Eats, you know, every month, who cares, you know, take that money and just put some into your investment and in, into your investing account and, and start with it and start somewhere. Um, I think, I think that's probably the biggest thing. Just goddamn start, you know, just start, man, just start, just start, man. Uh, 
really quick, bro. I got this has been a dope conversation, man. W- one more thing I got for you, man. Um, and it, you know, you might have already answered it, but what's the one thing that's going to set somebody apart from being successful with money versus not? I think thinking long term, man. I think long I think term. that's huge. You know, um, I, I think uh, um, you just got to realize that you know you're not going to make a million bucks by in, in 24 hours. I mean, you could if you're trying to go gamble or do some crazy shit like that, but um, I think if you if you just think long term, um, understand where you're at with your money right now and how you're kind of try to make moves over time, because, I mean, you don't necessarily have to have a million by the time you're 35, you know, give yourself some time. Everyone, every single person, uh, you know, in the country is going to take time to build their wealth. And there's no everyone's got their own, you know, path and timelines to success and all that kind of fun stuff. So it's like you know, take your time with it, think long-term, try to make as many right moves as you can um, and realize that your money will grow over time. Um, Cause I mean, if you do try to take a short-term route, you can gamble, you can put your money into crypto and shit like that. But it's like, there's higher chances. I, the, the biggest, the biggest thing that's against thinking short-term is that you might just make an emotional decision with your money. Right? right. And when you, when you throw emotional, when you throw some emotions with your money, um, you could make the wrong mistake and that could really, really harm you. You know, if you make a $2,000 mistake on the stock market, just because you, you know, you, you, you believe something within, you know, that like, well, this company is going to do very, very well, but they end up tanking then, mm-hmm. you know, and you lose, let's say $2,000 or $3,000. That's a big deal. You know, for some people that that's a lot of goddamn money, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like, I think for people, it's just, um, kind of just realize like where, where you're, where you're starting at and just try to think long-term from there. You don't need to make a bajillion dollars within a month or something, you know, it's all just going to take its time, but just try to make all the right decisions as you can. I think that'd probably be um, um, my piece of advice. I guess you can say, what do you think about it? Any comments on that, man? Phenomenal advice, dude. Honestly, like really, like I, I, know, I, I, I don't, don't, I don't know, man. One hundred percent legit, bro. That was great, great, great advice, bro. Great, good shit, man. Good shit, um, bro. That's really all I have for you, bro. Man, where can they find? Where can they find you? Where's the YouTube at? IG plug everything, man. All right, well, they can go follow me at. Uh, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's probably my biggest platform. Um, I'm trying to post as much uh, videos as I can, but it's Sony Bros Investing. Um, S O N I B R O S investing. It's all on YouTube. Um, you'll find me. Um, I'm going to be going through a bit of a rebranding kind of thing, um, soon enough, but, um, after that's done, um, I'm sure you'll still be able to find me up on there. Um, again, I mean, just like you, just like what you do, man, um, we're just trying to make personal finance and investing a lot easier for everyone out there. And, um, hopefully our videos and our content and all that kind of jazz really does help, um, people. So uh, I guess we just got to keep doing what we're doing, but yeah, that's where they can find me, man. That's dope, man. And Sony bros on Instagram, TikTok, all that too. Yeah. It's all the same thing. Yeah. Just uh, Sony bros investing on Instagram. Yeah. You can put it up all on the screen. Or- I will, I will, I'll, I'll put it all in the show notes, but yo, Nikhil, man, this was awesome, man. It was, it was great to chat with you, bro. I, I really feel like we, we vibed and we really talked about a lot of great stuff that you know people can walk away with um around our age which is which is what the show was made for for so uh bro thank you so much i really appreciate it man and i'll have to have you on uh soon enough hey man i hope to be on again soon man i appreciate you having me 
So there you have it, my friends. Again, just love vibing with my boy Nikhil. Like, just a dope episode. I really, really enjoyed it. one, like, honest to God, I love all my guests that come on, but this is probably one of my favorite episodes. I just love uh, his energy and the way we just kind of talked about how important it is to start that conversation with your loved ones, friends, and how much serendipitous value. Serendipitous? I think that's it. Serendipity? Serendipitous? How much unexpected good fortune can come from just talking about money with your friends drop the guard drop the ego drop the taboos drop all that shit share with your friends i really think it's a great idea also guys quick reminder if you are looking to start building your future if you are looking to retire early if you are looking to amass a massive net worth i really think that wealth simple trade and wealth simple invest are great places to go this can really really help you take your wealth to the next level wealth simple trade commission-free platform where you can buy stocks and ETFs free of charge. Well, Simple Invest is where you just put the money in, they do the work for you. Again, I really think it is an awesome, awesome idea to get started with them. Check out the show notes for links to either one. But that is really all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for listening in. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. But for now, I'm out this mother. Peace.